Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Alex, and I'm super, and we have Dr. Kevin. He's just junkie. <laughs> He's just junk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ew. It's early. It's early in the morning. I've we had half a cup of tea. We haven't found where, where Dr. Dennis is blowing in here. He's, well, he's got to be the natural. You can't call him junk. You know, his wife's going to come over here and take you down. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. He's not. He's our ninja doctor. So he's, he's definitely natural. I'm natural. He's he is here natural. again. Yep. We're going to have to put him on the poster. <laughs> I need some pictures. Well, Uh-oh. we're taking one bald guy off. I guess, you know, Pastor Rob Wren was also uh, follically challenged. and <laughs> Follicularly challenged. We could just not change it at all and go, hey, you know. We just got to erase that's Dennis. That. That's not Rob. I just need to grow a beard. <laughs> no, we can erase that. Just like <laughs> a, little, a little white out. So we would white out the beard. And, uh, <laughs> that's funny. funny. Yep, no, so. But we're having a new one made, so I need some pictures. Good. Okay. Well, y'all, y'all keep praying for Pastor Rob. He's doing yes. well. His job got a promotion. And uh, awesome. so awesome. Uh, good stuff for him. So mm-hmm. That's awesome. And his cat is pregnant over his, here. It, yeah. it, it has to come get the cat. You know, yeah. these are those things where your wife, you know. Please. She, she says the cat's cat. pregnant. I'm like, come on, that no. cat's not pregnant. <laughs> Guess what? And she's now she's pregnant. like, well, you know, I'm looking at her today, and I'm like, why is she getting so fat? <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. not nice. Maybe, maybe my wife was right on this one. Maybe. Just yeah. Just, okay, ladies, maybe I was right. Okay, it's, it's, I think we all know. Well, I wouldn't have bet against her, but I didn't agree with her. <laughs> Don't and, ever bet against that. Cat. Yeah, and in three weeks she's going to be popping out some little kittens. Time some, to go drop the cat off at Rob's. Yeah, some lem, some mutants. Oh, I believe he's he's supposed to be kittens. coming here this week. So very mm-hmm. good. Well, I do have a scripture to get us started. There we go. Let's do it. Second Thessalonians chapter one from the NIV, verse five. All this is evidence that God's judgment is right and as a result you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering God is just he will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well this will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's a supernatural story that's going to be coming soon, folks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Could be, could be. But I find that um, I saw that passage this morning and I was just like, when we're going to be talking about some of this evil today, Doc. Hmm. It couldn't have been a better verse. So... You know, this this podcast is going to be called What Is It More Evil Than COVID? What did I just say? I don't know. Should we try that again? And roll it. I think we should try it again. What is more evil than COVID? And you're going to see why we have this title. Because there's a lot of people in the world that still are true believers. They don't actually see anything wrong with what's going on. Um, you know, they they completely like wearing masks. Um, <laughs> if there's a vaccine out there, um, they are likely to take it, right? Mm. And uh, they do feel um, uh, that uh, most of what's on television is probably true. But virtually everyone is becoming troubled because of what some of the things we're seeing happen in the world today. So, you know, I was just thinking about this myself. You know, why... Why didn't this particular deception take me for a ride? So that's what a question I thought I would ask you guys today. What was it about this deception? How is it that you felt, um, you know, some reason for another that you didn't actually, you know, get played this time? Alex? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. Um, 
I'm sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know she. I did we just are, wake up. <laughs> Doctor Dennis, he he likes to get us going early for Alex. The funny thing is, normally she was I'm, working out at like six thirty yesterday morning. Yeah. Well, normally I do work out first thing in the morning, but I did this morning, so my brain's <laughs> yeah. a little like. Slow. Sounds like you're up, Doc. We're gonna let her meditate. Um. I goes back to what we talked about. You know, I think part of it obviously was 30 years in chiropractic. Um, always being a little skeptical of um, medicine. Not that I, you know, I think it has its place in it when it's done correctly. Um, studying vaccines for that whole time period, uh, childhood vaccines and so forth. And then even before the vaccine came out, it was just the just the the thought of how they were presenting it. Um, first, yeah. you know, there was no mask. Then there was that this there's once they said asymptomatic transmission, it's like a, a flag went up, you know, and I was like, wait a minute. I didn't learn that anywhere. In Wait, school. a false flag? A false flag. <laughs> so I think those were the things that led me to it. And then you can just, then when we started getting into the spiritual side of it, Doc, you and I started writing the articles before, yep. you know, at that point, you know, you just started seeing that whole spiritual side open up and yep. the evil behind all this. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was just telling Dr. Dennis that, you know, honestly, you know, here we are, we had a to two offices in Florida and we were like this thing started happening and you know we had nine out of 12 employees quit right yeah and yep. um, for a massage therapist and we were like yeah we're not gonna we, we were like both on the same page we're not gonna stop one hour and some of them were angry like how could dare they expect me to come into work yes well they they scared the heck out of them Right. You could, I mean, could you? Okay, you're a massage therapist. Yeah, it's, I get it. They're right? scared the heck out of everyone. You're with the everyone. patient. You know, our therapists with the patients anywhere from you know half hour to an hour, one on one. Um, you know. Yeah. You, yeah, and yeah. They're telling them, well, there's people out there that have asymptomatically can it's give you this, the, right. just it's like AIDS. So like, right. go back to the AIDS crisis. Yeah. You can get AIDS by touching someone. Yeah. Really. Really. You know. Yeah. Then we found out no, it was blood transmission. I'll never forget when I was in clinic. I did a clinic downtown Chicago in the Salvation Army. Uh, we had a clinic down there, and um, we used to do blood draws and everything. Mm. Wow. You know, I remember getting all garbed up because of yeah. the AIDS thing back. It was big. It was it, I'm talking about 1990, 1991. Yep. You know, so yeah. You know. Um, it's just crazy. It's just I, I do understand why they why, and then plus the government paid them to quit. Yeah, I know. No, yes. that was that had a huge that had a huge. Yeah, part it of was it. the day after they announced this, that you could make more staying home than they would be able to make right. working. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that definitely had something to do with it. I thought you were going to go first. They said one mask, they <laughs> and then two masks, <laughs> and then all of a sudden three masks with oh, the spittle. There it is, <laughs> three masks. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I became. You know, I'm. A little bit of a, you know, let me just sit back and see how this plays out a little bit. But I think when you sort of, you know, if you get it, you buy one, get one now, buy one, get a free coffee and beer for life and a free car and a free phone. If you just take this vaccine, you're like, what? Wait a minute. It's like, you know, when you go to the grocery store and there's all these dented cans like in the front and they're like, yeah, yeah. here, we're giving it to you for a super discount. You should take it. And like they have stuff that is very questionable up there. Right. And it's expired. You're like, whenever the government's like, you know what? You really need this. You know, I am a child that grew up on government cheese. That ain't cheese, folks. OK, it doesn't melt. No. So. I'm, whenever the government's like, here, have this and some government cheese and milk, too. You're like, I have had your cheese, sir, and it is not cheese. That crap sucks. I don't want it, and I don't <laughs> want this either. So you can keep your cheese and your vaccines. I don't believe you. So I, I think I'm just naturally suspicious. Um, but when they started doing things like that to convince everyone, you're like, mm -hmm. this is such a concerted effort to um, convince everyone. And I was like, that's weird. What's happened? Because when have they ever done that? 
you know um yeah. hello world war ii nazis so it automatically brought up really weird things because you're like, the government never is like, you know what? This is just for your best interest because I'm caring about you. Ooh. I love you guys. I just want to give you a big government hug in prison. Yeah, they right. For, they it's forgot, never like they that. They forgot Reagan's words. Uh, you know <laughs> that uh, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. The, right, right. <laughs> I smell commies. Yeah. Our son has a shirt yeah. that has Reagan on it that says, "I smell commies." so funny but yeah totally i mean there's something really odd and off about that and they're still doing that but yeah now we know well and you think through it you know for me um you know there's been quite a few points where i've asked myself why me god what what is going on here and so you know just one particular morning i woke up really early and this was really recent and I was had a chance to actually speak about the book, The COVID Beast, and definitely go on. You can download that from right from our website. I think in the next plug, plug. we'll be able to actually have the Audible version coming out. Yay. Um, but, you know, I was just sitting there and thinking to myself, honestly, it'd be Cheaper really there than nice. on Amazon. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> cheaper on Amazon. No, cheaper no, cheaper than on Amazon. Cheaper on SupernaturalJunkies.com. Yeah. SupernaturalJunkies.com. Plug, yeah. plug, plug. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, help us out. Get some He's books learning. out there. You'll see this This book can break open a lot of people's lives. But I was sitting there going to myself, you know, I'd really rather just stay home today. <laughs> I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was, I was early and I had some time to think. And I realized, you know, my grandfather... You know, God audibly called him to the ministry. And I mean, wow. this guy was the Eastern National Prize fighting champion. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke. But he went to every bar. You know why? He wanted to fight. <laughs> That's what he was about. Oh, come on, man. He had an advantage. He, he did. He totally did. He totally well, well, you know, like I said, so you could start to see, you know, when he became a Christian and a pastor, he told my dad that one day Israel would become a nation. And my dad was like, yeah, okay, whatever, right? <laughs> and so when that happened, yeah, that really impacted my father. And he's always just enjoyed studying Bible prophecy because of that. So he told me the same thing. Everything that's happening now in the world today, he told me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm that's my heritage. So that's why I didn't get taken. There's no doubt the chiropractic side of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been teaching Bible prophecy for 15 years just because of all that. And so God, you know, has been preparing me to be able to be another witness. We're seeing more and more witnesses in the world about what we're talking about, but Bible prophecy is the way to get people to stand up, for them to realize what time it is in the world. And honestly, I've been looking for a cause to come in the world that for some reason is gonna what? Give them access to my body. Mm-hmm. That is what the goal has been all along. And once mm-hmm. you know that, you know your Bibles, you can start to see how all that works in. But the point I'm trying to make is we need to have mercy for people that didn't have all these backgrounds. Yes, yes. The average pastor really doesn't know a lot about Bible prophecy. Just ask any, you know, I have a friend of mine, he went to Dallas Theological, right? And he was, uh, of course, oh, wow. pre-trib, right? Got to be if and you he go said, there. Yeah, he yeah. says, everybody there, you, you have to be pre-trib, right? And he comes back, and he's only been back for about two years, and he comes in and tells me he's post-trip. And I thought to myself, what just happened? <laughs> this right. guy, you know, was so, you know, one way, and now all of a sudden he's the other way. And he really, you know, he made a good case for, for why some of the reasons. But my point is, is that he went to school, and he really realized that they don't actually teach Bible prophecy there. No. Right? What they really teach is a doctrine. And that's yes. not really yes. looking yes. at the whole Bible, right? I mean, I think you can make a case, right? It's it's not the good case to me, but you can at least make one, right? Sure. So these are the things that, that people need to understand, that the pastors don't know Bible prophecy. It's just not taught. You Why know? is it so taboo? Is it taboo? It's, like, it's really not. It's just honestly... Is it because it's interpretational? Honestly, it's funny because, you know, they, they surveyed people, and most of the... Um, People going to church would like to learn it. Right. But it's like the least likely, Revelation is the least likely book that a pastor wants to preach on. Right. You know, I think it's because it's controversial and because there's been some, uh uh-oh, oops, mishaps 
over the last 30 years, uh, you know, with predictions and right. false prophets and mm. false prophecies and stuff. And I think they're afraid to touch. It's like almost like a third rail. Yeah. But well, me, the, I think because it's symbolic, mm-hmm. you know, the language. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> symbolism and, yeah. and there's some, you know, and, you have and to have open. a good hermeneutic when you read Revelation. Yes, you and it's to. open to interpretation and some of them are rather wild. Yes, it's very cryptic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. We, we have 2000 years. Like when Jesus said in Luke 21, that Jerusalem would be trodden down to the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles was fulfilled. Guys, that was 2000 years. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So you that's the why the Catholic Church has completely given up on Bible prophecy for the most part, because they're like, well, we've been preaching it for 2000 years and none of it ever happened. Well, in, in Catholic school, we never um, we were told that Revelation was um almost like an allegory and um that's why they never went into it but you know i went to private school for eight years i mean catholic school for eight years and they never it was just a book they they wouldn't touch and so the bottom line is is that for them you know when you think about the old testament right when you think about no wait just kidding (laughs) there's more sorry so when you when you think about it from their perspective right um it's cryptic Mm -hmm. right yeah and um, it's based on what's happening, right? And so you start to realize that they just don't know either of those two things. And that's why it's very difficult for them to obey what Jesus said. And that when you see these things happening, right, stand up and then lift up your heads. And that's the problem. So our, our seminaries have given them a dramatic weakness that they really don't teach the Bible prophetically. And remember, depending on the way you slice the Bible you really can come up between 20 to 30% of the entire Bible is prophetic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So not getting prophecy is the only, the only reason we know Jesus was the Messiah was because he fulfilled Bible prophecy. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, right. like you always say, the prophecy is, is not to predict the future, but to show that God knows it. That's right. And that's the other reason that they failed to see these right. subtle things. Right. And it took me a lot of years to get to that point myself, right? Yeah. Because I I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's Bible prophecy is very enticing. I love to read it and try and figure it out. You want to be the smartest man in the room. I'm going to be I'm the Berean, bro. <laughs> right? But I listen to this. I mean, I think people forget this. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it because the time is near. Amen. Woo. I mean, That's I, I want to read the book. I read the book out loud to myself. I want to be blessed, you know, right. you know, read it to my wife. <laughs> we read it together, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and most of Revelation um, is from the Old Testament. And that's another reason why it's it's not yeah. taught. Yep. You know, it's it's I think I think I heard somewhere where it was there were four hundred and four verses in Revelation and like two hundred and eighty eight of those verses are directly from the Old Testament. It right. predicts the you birth know. of Jesus. I mean, down to his day. Oh, it's, the day of the Lord. It's amazing. Daniel yeah. I just, can also tell you that in 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 a lot of people, people's minds, prophecy is doom and gloom. Instead of it's it's a time clock. It's actually a warning, right? Jesus says specifically that he tells us these things ahead of time, right? Yeah. So that in him we might have peace. Yeah. And that's that's, right. that's the only place you can have peace. You know, it, many times in history, right? The only way you could have peace, you know, when the Mongolian Empire was sweeping across the world, mm-hmm. right, was through in Jesus Christ. Because if you were in touch with any kind of reality, yep. Things weren't going to go very well. Yes. You know, and so this is why in Christ we can have peace. And that's why when we teach it as gloom and doom, we're missing the whole point. It's the fact that God knows the future. And if he knows the future, then the promises he made about our future, our personal future with him are also something that we can trust. And uh, and again, if you look at Revelation, it says that they didn't love God right their lives right yeah so much yeah right even unto death right Mm -hmm. so these are there's all these things that are going in that the the pastors don't really know bible prophecy you know that's where you get somebody that's a little geeky like me and i'm not i'm not that technical about it i tend to keep a little bit of a 
you know, back up and say, okay, what's the what's the minimum we can get from these passages, right? Mm-hmm. Not the the maximum. Now I do some maximums in the book, no doubt about it. I really sure. blow some things up. But the point is, is that we need to remember that our pastors do not feel qualified to talk about Bible prophecy because they have never been really exposed to it themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that saying that if you don't know history, it's bound to repeat itself. It, it, you know, the Bible, this happens over and over and over in the Bible as well. And this, the outcomes are never great if we don't heed those warnings, right? It's just like, um, you know, uh, it starts with uh, sexual immorality, right? And idolatry and falling away from the Lord. And then there's sort of a... Um, not really a genocide. I mean, if you understand deeper, it, it it's not a genocide. People interpret it that way in the Bible, but um, it's a very specific thing. But I mean, this is kind of what's happening, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, Absolutely. and this is not the first time it happened in the Bible. It happened, and that happens in the Old Testament. You have to be familiar with your Bible to understand the patterns too. The whole book is important. You know, you just can't cherry pick you know, one thing that you really like, you know, that saying, yeah. and then that's enough. It can't be enough. You have to dig in because you will see the parallels of what's happening today in the world because it's happened before in the Bible. And, um, revelations tells another story. We need to pay attention. We need right. to dig deep. Yep. So if I was to ask you guys, what are some other reasons why, you know, this topic hasn't shown up in the pulpit? I, I think they're afraid to talk about it. Yeah, I think fear. Yeah. I think there's no, I, I'm, you know, like you said, they, they're not well versed in prophecy, um, or maybe they're, you know, or like I just said to you, I've heard it said that you know it's the least likely book that the they want to preach. Um, but you know what I just read from Revelation one three is that blessed are those who hear this. That's right. I mean. If I were a pastor, I think I'd be, uh, guess what? We're back in the book of Revelation today. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, for let's sure. Let's go back and look at this. And like Alex said, yes, history does repeat itself because, you know, evil has been in the world since the garden. That's right. right. And, um, you know, I just heard an interesting sermon not too long ago that where he was saying, um, he was saying that how uh, judgment on the land, talking about using Romans 1 and how sexual immorality um, is is a sign of God's judgment on land. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that... Um, well, we I mean, definitely are seeing a lot of pulpits take some of those things on, but they have completely left, you know, the COVID narrative and everything involved. You know, when I think about it, you know, at first, sure, pandemic, you know, shutdowns, masks. If, if we have a vaccine that worked, these are all things that a normal intelligent person could say yes we could look at these things right right right. and same thing here um you know reality is you know and the other part for me is that you know if you look at your bibles you can't use your bibles to say you should never put on a mask you should never take a vaccine right it's it's something that you have to get from somewhere else and this is where i the the narrative has to be explored but what we're going to see now is Something's happening. But, Something's happening because they're going somewhere with this that we can't allow them to go. But how different is that from marking your skin to showing that, you know, your allegiance to another God, right? How different is that from things in the Bible? Wearing that mask, it's a symbol of who you follow, isn't it? I mean... Well, it has, has become that. Yeah. In the beginning, I, I think what Doc These said, in the beginning, like, like, I, you know, no, it looks sure. like they came out, there's... For your protection, we gotta wear the mask. Right, good for you. We're doing this for your own good. Yeah, you hear those words run. Um, Right, we love you. But now, where we are, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. But looking back at this, we're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, this is this has become a you know when they started separating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, that was a sign. Right. And then they're starting. Then we saw them. You know doing worse things than that to the unvaccinated or the, right. the the commander-in-chief if you can call him that coming out and saying that unvaccinated people are killing people yeah the commander and thief yeah uh, i mean come on yeah really i mean I, I when i heard that i was like this, 
this is this is getting going way but too far. Maybe this this getting this vaccine at this point because now we know better, right? I mean, we understand if, um, but it's it's almost like a symbol, right? Right. It's it has become because oh now we have the colored band aids and well, we have this, we that's have that. Right. And yeah. what we talk about the symbol and the mark of the beast, and Kevin and I have talked about this. Is it a literal mark or is it a pledge? Right. Right. Are you pledging allegiance? Right. Who do you follow? Right. You know, God it's says their, you shall baptism. have no other gods before me. Right. Right. Why does he hate idolatry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. One of the points we make in the book is that, you know, the right hand analogy is not necessarily yes. literal. Right. It's really what the allegiance that you give. Right. Correct. And so that's a good point. What? But, you know, if you get back to pastors, just think about this in America. What's the two things you don't talk about? Religion and politics. You don't think that applies to our pulpits? I mean, they are struggling to try and bring on anything. I mean, it's only when the biblical becomes political, okay, in an overt way, that then the churches will finally chime in. Does but that make sense? Is it any different than chiming in on who you should vote for? Well, and they have problems there as well, right? Well, yeah, no, it is. No, but they here, do. It, again, it, it, yeah, it is because, you know, Kevin and I talked about this. I was listening to another You guys sermon. talk a lot. Well, we do. But when, when the government um, oversteps its mm-hmm. boundaries, okay, um, its boundaries, you know, Christians know that, oh, yeah, Romans 13, and I got to obey the government. Yeah, read it in context. Right. The government is supposed to punish evil, mm-hmm. not good. Right. Read the context. If you, what Paul talks about, if you're doing good, you know, you'll be fine, basically. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But if you do evil, you'll be punished by the government. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can tell a totalitarian government or a system that's coming after you when they, go, when they cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've done. Yep. Right. And that's when the church has to be the church and you have to stand up and not be fearful right and we're going to talk about exactly why at this point there there can't be any more mixing of words but going back to the pastor's idea i'm telling you pastors not only they not want to talk about you know political things but they feel unqualified to talk about medical issues i mean they wish a doctor and again remember uh, a chiropractor per se right isn't exactly the person they're going to use to to take down the whole establishment, right? So they really are looking for a doctor. I had a pastor tell me the other day that their doctor is completely upset about what's happening in the world, right? Especially medically, but he's unwilling to come out about it. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think some of it's the fear of being shunned because the people that have spoken out, look at how they've been made um, fools of. They've been made a laughing stock. There's been purpose purposeful smear campaigns if someone has spoken out about They've it. They've lost their jobs. Yes. Right. Look at uh, frontline doctors. Yes. You know, she yeah. lost her job for practicing medicine. Right. She would, did, you know, what's her name? Um, she um, didn't... Gold. Yeah. yeah. Um, Simone Gold. Simone Gold. She was practicing medicine. Right. You know, I always say Irene Gold. <laughs> yeah, well, we know because Irene Gold. Because as a chiropractor, she's the lady who helps us get through our board. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, the other thing here is that when I talk to pastors, they tell me that their own staff is divided, right? And that their boards are divided, remember? So when you start to really look at the pastors that are mostly standing up to this from day one, most of them are doing this because they are the main decision maker in the church. They really are running the church themselves, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of different, you know, plans for how the power is really handled in the church and once there's always that balance among staff and then a balance between the staff and the board and when you have churches that are divided over these things this has been another thing that has paralyzed the church and there is an argument for certainly there to say look we have a good staff i don't want to split our whole staff over this right so but you still have to keep working to find out hey when can we finally get on the same page and and get the church standing up to what's happening good points i mean that's one of the that's one of the difficulties of having a a large church because once you get into an organizational structure like that and you have a large board and you have people you know on that board versus a small church where it may be 
you know, a few elders and the pastor. You know? Yes. Um, so, yeah. There's, well, pastors aren't dictators usually. Right, right. <laughs> well, so you start getting into the political structure of, within the church, right? It, it becomes about bureaucracy at some point, too, if it's a big enough church. Right. Yeah. So, and the other thing you start to think about is, I mean, we have all been bombastic with this thing. And it's just crazy. Who wants to go to church and hear the same thing again? Right? I mean, you know, you're like, you want to hear something positive, right? So that's another thing I think that's really going on. So, Well, you want to hear something positive. Well, you're supposed but to hear you, the but truth. You, but, yeah, but you have, yeah, you have to preach the truth. I mean, I mean yeah. do you think, Kev, in these, that these pastors and these elders, uh, when they go home, that, they talk about these things with their family. Yes, that's you know? exactly so, I mean, what I pointed out. Do you care out. about your family enough to right. maybe? Right. Well, you know, I can't come out and say this to the flock, but you know, we should, you know, hold back or hold off on this. We don't know what this is, so mm-hmm. so forth. Well, that's what they're doing. So, I mean, why not have that responsibility with the church? And I can tell you also that most of these churches, because of the shutdown, have lost. Uh, parishioners, yes. yeah, they have. I heard estimates of thirty to forty percent have not come back to church. Yeah, yeah. The, the big churches have been hurt by that more than others. So, right. you start to think, well, now they have more risk about being able to say something, right? Mm-hmm. And some of those people are never coming back because bottom line is, it's now a big gathering and they're scared, right? Yeah, I mean, people are scared. They, they they've inherited. A spirit of fear. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, think about this, though, and this is where I have to be honest. I mean, I have, oh, my Lord, have I been schooled many times in my life. You know, a common one that could happen in my office because we do hire people. And um, I've had multiple people. And I can honestly say that the people with the best resumes have usually been the ones to watch the most. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that starts out great. Mm-hmm. They they come in, they're on their game, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you notice they're not on their game as much. And, you know, start things are starting to slip by the wayside. And then things start to go missing. And you start to go, hmm. So you set up the video camera. You catch them in the act, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, this is where you have to learn to forgive yourself. And I think that this is what a lot of people that have missed some of this stuff, you need to forgive yourself. Because the reality is we have a saying. Okay, if you fool me once, shame on you. But if you fool me twice, shame on me. And this is where we're at, folks. We're on the shaming us twice to three times to four times. We are seeing a movement around the world that is absolutely not what Jesus would do, right? So this is why we need to learn to forgive ourselves for whatever happened. We missed what we missed, right? But now is the time where we need to stop being silent. So why is it? That we're saying, you need to say something now. Why do the churches need to say something? Why do we as citizens and churches and and pastors and and Christians need to say something? Because where they're going is what Hitler would do. Yeah. This is not what Jesus would do. Let me give you an example. We've already talked about the COVID concentration camps in Australia, right? Mm -hmm. And again, they have people that are detained there that don't even have a COVID positive test, right? So you start to think about this situation. We talked about the three teenagers that escaped negative for COVID, have no risk of dying from COVID, right? And yet, because they escaped from the concentration camp, they went to the other jail, (laughs) right? So you start to realize this doesn't make sense. This isn't a criminal activity. Who in the world would propose concentration camps? Who proposed them the last time they were here? Mm. That's the bottom line. When Jesus was here, did he start any concentration camps? No. No. <laughs> no, but there were tyrants in his day too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Tucker Carlson also brings up, you know, how there could be a concentration camp coming to you. Um, this is, of course, in the Canadian life. It says, if you're, and this is Mr. Trudeau. He's now the most popular person in Canada. Um, especially with truckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to love those. I never, never wanted to be a trucker so bad. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with them uh, in spirit. Yeah. I think that then what they're Go doing. Um, and I think people you. need to realize that uh, Tr- Justin Trudeau is uh, part of the World Economic Forum. Yes, he is. So, and if you want to learn more. And what's his real name, by the way? 
I don't know. Because, oh, you know, I, he just I took did. that name. He, yeah, I told you he that. Had to I be, can't remember. Oh, I'll really? look it up. Yeah, he had to that's be not his French real name. to get elected, you know. Oh, I and did not know that. he took a famous previous prime minister name, right? Ooh. He was terrible, too, by the way. <laughs> Sounding a little deceptive, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Just, just like Barry. Little. You know our president, Barry? What's his last name again? <laughs> Barry? Yeah, Barry. Not Obama. Barry... Um, Oh, oh, Barack Hussein Obama. His yeah, name no, was his uh, name. that was that was his his stage name. Um, <laughs> Nobody remembers his last. Yeah, name. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, well, Son, um, I remember that. We'll come back to I it. I guess we'll have to Old come back age. to it when we come back to it. But Tucker Carlson, this is what Justin Trudeau says. He says, if your test results come back positive, you'll need to be immediately quarantined in quarantined in designated. Coordinated <laughs> in designated governmental facilities. This is not optional, right? Now, you go down a little bit farther and you start to realize that, of course, the fact check, right? Don't you love these guys? This was a USA Today story fact check. And what they said about the COVID concentration camps, they said partly false. You know why they said that? Because they couldn't completely research out and prove all of it. <laughs> but oh, they're really? saying that absolutely some of it is true, but they can't find all the details. So therefore, it's not true. I thought you were going to say because they're not completely all up and functional yet. <laughs> well, <that's it. laughs> right. But don't you just love the fact checkers? You know, they're coming and say, well, because we couldn't 100 percent prove everything, it's oh, partly false. That's ridiculous. I mean, Snopes, for instance, well, I think that's a husband and wife out of California in their house. I well, think that's who makes up Snopes. But think about this. <laughs> right. This was a fact. Another this was USA Today. But think about this, folks. If, if if you have to know everything completely by your research, could we have done shutdowns, masks, and vaccines? No, right? Yeah. They argued for what? Precaution, right? So you start to realize here that everything they propose would <laughs> also fall apart for the same reason they're saying that this is only partly true, right? Yeah. Now, we also have Washington State Legislator uh, voted on a measure that will authorize the involuntary detainment of residents as young as five years old in COVID-19 concentration camps. And that came from fox26newshenry.com. It says they've already set up <clears throat> the internment camps, and that's what they're calling them. So, you know, again, hmm. this is not what Jesus would do. You know, we ne move to the next one. You know, well, I mean, wait, before we go on, Doc, I know, and you can, I mean, there's tons of this, but, you know, our our founding in this country was based on um, nature's God, okay? They didn't identify it as Jesus, but, you know, but they know, we knew that some of our founders were, were, were Christians, some were deists and so mm -hmm. forth, and some were Masons, um, but, you know, we have, you know, the liberty that we have in this country was based on nature's God, on right. natural law. Right. This goes against, even if you don't believe in the Bible or anything, I mean, and this goes against natural law. Right. I mean, what they're doing. Right. Um, and and it's ridiculous. You're it is. You're right. I think this is the part where, that's number one. If you can't, if that won't wake you up, right, send chills down your spine, these people are revealing who they are. Right. Okay. Again, we talk about political things. You only do political things, right, when you get presented with the right opportunity. This right opportunity has given them a chance to do what they've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. This is who they are. They're revealing their identity and their intention and their agenda. And this is something that no one can agree with. Did Not you if see, you're a Christian. Did you see the counter-protest in Canada? Mm-mm. For the pro-lockdown people? Oh, my yeah, goodness. My there was, yes, there was. Oh, so ridiculous. People pro marching and protesting for their own enslavement. Right. It's like, are you kidding me? Well, the best thing <laughs> is is that they still have freedom. They can shut so, down as long as they want. Go so, sit so, in your house. For right. Let's some, see. I tell you what, stop paying them. Let's see how far, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. How far they're going to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you now you start to look over at Sweden. Now, again, this is being done on a voluntary basis. But again, under the guise of all this, now we are chipping people. And believe me, the, the chips are the better side of the equation. Well, they're saying it's voluntary. So all of you people who said, 
you know, being chipped was a sign of the Antichrist and how you worship him. It's all not true. Well, you can see now this, it's is voluntary, a, this is a chip that, that ties into the vaccine passport. Vaccine passport focuses everything on that right. chip. The vaccine passport is all your personal information, all your medical information, all your financial information. If you can't get a vaccine passport, and it's a separate issue from being vaccinated, right? This is actually how and why you can function in their society. You can't even have a bank. Right, they can close down your bank account from that. They can completely control everything. Well, they already have something like this in China, which was the beta test, was the social credit system. In Africa as well. Right. Yeah. Don't they have it in Africa? Yeah, yeah. Too? Bill oh, Gates. Well, a Bill Gates funded one. Oh, yeah, it's been for two nice. years now, Thanks. I think. Thanks, Uncle Bill. Yeah. He's uh, just testing. It's the beta version. Yeah, so, but Sweden's been chipping people. They like for years. What were they doing? I remember seeing it, I think, on 2020. It was like they're glorifying it. Going yay. up and, oh, look, I can get my, my stuff out of the vending machine. Really? <laughs> Are you right. kidding? You know, oh, look. Well, there's a place. Wasn't there a place in Minnesota that they were doing that for employees so that they could let them? Yeah, s- yeah, they did. In? Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a company that did that. Like, and they're uh, like, yeah, we're so excited about it. Going back to what you just said, Alex, when you said that, but yeah, they're showing this is voluntary. It has to be voluntary. Right. It's choice. Right. Yeah, but you, it's, you, exactly. you make you make the choice. You're, that's why going back to the the mark. It's the pledge. You're mm-hmm. pledging right. your allegiance. Yeah. Well, you'll see. But once they have control, then they're going to come in with a threat. You're not going to get to buy and sell because you didn't take this. Right? That may be so, Doc, but you're still making the choice. Are you going to stand up? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not standing up now, right? Are you right. going to be able to stand up there mm-hmm. then? Right. Well, that's one of the articles by the Western Journal. Just basically, they interviewed a microchip developer, and he just said, "This is the title of the article. There's no stopping this technology, whether we like it or not." No, folks, there is a way to stop it. It's yeah. called the the big no word, right? <laughs> It's called Think Again, Batman. I I think they're also taking, um, they're thinking, well, you know, Americans are so lazy that if we say things like, um, you might as well just do it because you're not going to have a choice. I mean, and, you know, I'm sure some people will be like, well, you know, just can't fight it. You just got to go with it. You're not going to be, you're not even going to need keys to your car or your house. Right. Right. But they've already done the this. But this is right? this is this this is a subtle crept in system. They've mm-hmm. already done this. They already but, told people you can't work if you don't have the vaccine. That's right. Yeah, I can't remember which episode it is, but the, where we talked about part of um, Project but, Bluebeam. Yeah, the final end game was one of the ones where we it go back and that. really oh. the the nano robots in our bodies is going to be much more um, invasive than just a chip. And that's development of a hive uh, mind of robots that really can communicate with your cell phone, with the internet, right? And are able to download, right, information to the artificial intelligence that tracks and plots everything we do and say can, can literally, you know, release medications in your body, execute commands, can change your DNA, right? We wouldn't need police officers. We hardly need traffic lights, right? This is the kind of level that the technology would build. And this artificial intelligence would get to decide what you get to do based upon your right. social like points, did you right? did you work out today then you know it'll block certain foods from you being able to eat if they want to we, like we said for that episode that has project Bluebeam where we talk about that where if they want to say you can't leave the city they will lock everything down on your chip to where you cannot leave the, if they want to keep you within a five mile radius they cut off transportation to you if you try and get on the public transportation they won't accept it you, you, they'll cut off your cards. Your car will turn off at once yeah, you reach that, that perimeter. Already, right? the, I in mean, China. it controls they're everything. China. Yeah. The, well, that's what they want no, to you, do. You know, your social credit status is down. It's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Everything I mean, is determined by that, that chip. That chip tells them where you are at any minute, at any time. Well, again, look, cell phones. Yeah. It's conditioning. It's yeah, a tether. Everybody were conditioned to. No, wait to, a minute, man. Siri, she's the yeah, only woman in my life who yeah, do anything I want. I Sorry Siri. That. But but the whole thing is, it's, it was conditioning. It's yeah. it's a conditioning process. The cell phones were conditioning. This whole vaccine thing, this whole right. COVID, uh, you know, pandemic was all part of conditioning. It's all right. conditioning, conditioning, getting t- down that road mm-hmm. yep. where people are just going to voluntarily line up like they did for the vaccine, right, and go do it, right. You know, and, well, if that's your again, you know. Time to get your money out of those big banks, though, folks. Put folks, them in smaller credit unions. We would be nothing but fish in the barrel, rats in the maze. No government can have this kind of power. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. This is absolute 
control and power over people at every level of their lives. And that is something that Jesus would never do. Love doesn't exist, okay, without freedom, right? Now think about this. We got countries around the world that are willing to withhold food, starve people to death, okay? Because why? They didn't take a jab, right? Got one in France, Germany, so on and so forth. Australia. One of them, Australia. <laughs> one of them quietly landed in um, in Canada. There's a nice video out in Israel about how if you if you don't have this card, you can't buy any food. I thought they were getting the green. They're getting rid of the green. Pen. No, that they was the are, finance minister was saying, let's do away with it. But these are things yeah. that they have done, and some of these are going to get repealed. There's no doubt about it. But the key here is, would are you really okay with starving people to death? Over this, I mean, honestly, what oh, kind yeah, of they person? They think we should die. If you're unvaccinated, that's you should what I'm die. Saying. And and how, what would you rather die of? Starvation or COVID? Well, I, think I can't I'm a... die of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep. sorry. Yep. So the reality is, is that yeah, that's one of the worst ways to die, and that's something we can help. We can't actually help, and this is where you, you know, know some of the people. No, that's not nice. I won't say that. Well, <laughs> I saw the look in his eye. <laughs> no, but you I know, we're, we're going to get heavily into the one by John Hopkins. But they have now showed you that the people that shut down around the world, right? Uh, they don't. It's point zero two difference. That's all that they got. It, does, it the wasn't whole the, thing. The every virus. single part of this is a lie, right? I, I told you about that UK study that just came out that said. Um, they overestimated. So in the COVID deaths, I think it was from February of last year to December of last year, right? So 2021, they looked at all the people in the hospitals and they looked at those people that were only admitted with COVID, not other things. What was happening up to 57% of the people that they were saying got, it was a COVID thing. And actually they were admitted to the hospital, something else got tested and had a COVID as well. But when they looked at this number, on this chart to see the number of people that died that had admitted been admitted to the hospital with only COVID. Any guesses? Like in the UK. She over. already told UK? me. I can't say. So I don't know. 5%? Eight people. Eight people. Eight people. Total. Eight people total wow. that died of COVID, admitted with COVID, died with the COVID. Right. Eight people. So when Fauci says the distinguishing oh, characteristic a is, year. it's not that they are becoming into the hospital with COVID and being treated for COVID, it's they're in the hospital being treated for something else and they happen to have COVID. Right. Well, we already we discussed it previously right. why but they're this, testing for COVID. This is only eight people. Yeah, <laughs> and mean, you can find that the on the Jackson report. So yes. you can find that actual study. Well, we have the New York um, we'll, governor we'll put a ad link. admitting that it's 50%. 50% of the COVID hospitalization rates are completely not because they're for covid and now we we, we hear the uk study and we realize right. wait there was eight people eight, folks. People. eight people yeah the, unreal but covid but they're testing for covid for finance financial reasons and the t test can play positive three to four it's, months it's, right come on we, that's what we, we, that's, he just the, said the pcr so. test is 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 garbage right i i feel like you know with everything that's going on now we're, because they're realizing what a dismal failure this has been, they're going to fall away from this, and they're going to start pushing something else up. Well, we talk about we need the to, epic. We need to pray. Yeah. You know, we, we're, again, like I've been saying, the church needs to be the church. What's the answer? We better fall on our face and pray. Right. Because there's more evil coming. Yeah. They're not going to, they may pull back some restrictions here and there, but something else is going to come. There's yeah. no doubt. This is just round one, and uh, but the good news is we are doing well. But here's where it goes. The bottom line is, is that are you also okay with starving people to death? Are you okay with people dying in the parking lot of the hospital because you wouldn't let them in? Are you okay with them dying on the operating table with the heart transplant because they don't qualify because they're on jam? Yeah. Exactly. How is this something that normal, humane people do? Right. This is a level of hate. Okay, for the unvaccinated that people the church needs to address. This is not what Jesus would do. He wouldn't let these things happen. And this is what we're seeing people do on a regular basis now around the world, that there's a new hate crime in the world, and it's to the unvaccinated, right? But that's all right. It's cool. Right. right. There's, it's if, cool. if they die, they deserve it. If, cool. I didn't realize that a heart transplant, somebody that needed it, that's been waiting... I didn't realize there was a moral judgment on that person. I mean, this person's obviously already immunocompromised, right? 
they're in the hospital, they need a new heart. Now they don't get one because they didn't take the vaccine. Well, they're not exactly in the position. Didn't we say that there were certain conditions that people shouldn't get the vaccine? Yeah. Wouldn't that qualify as one? Yeah. Were there, were there, wait, wait, did you do any testing of this vaccine before you let loose on the public? Uh, were there any studies done? Oh, yeah, there were. There was a phase one study done. All, all the people in the group had to be healthy. They weren't pregnant. Right. I mean... Right. Oh, come on. But even that study is faked because they oh, kicked course. out peach, people that even showed having signs or symptoms of having um, COVID yeah, even after they, they got it. They kicked them out because it was within a certain time period. So they there was only based on 19 people. I know. It's right? crazy. It's, I mean, Sick. people, you look it up yourselves, people. I mean, this is insane. If well, you are listening to this podcast and you are unvaccinated, I mean, uh, you know, this might sound bombastic, but look this up for yourself. You will be shocked at what you find. Yeah. The title of this article, literally from NBC News, is if COVID vaccine refusers are turned away at hospitals and doctor's offices, is that ethical? Okay, folks. It's a violation. Um, we're doing of, this all because we really are oath. trying to help you, and now we're, we're going to kill you? Right. right. It says, and then this is what the statement says, staking vaccination status into account when deciding whether to treat a patient can be acceptable sometimes. What is that acceptable for what Jesus would do? Christians listen to where they are going with this, right? Let's keep going. This is what it says. This is from Yahoo. This is their unvaccinated denied organ transplants. Hospitals around the United States are pulling patients who've not been vaccinated against COVID-19 off the organ transplant list, which is in line with what the transplant organizations advise. Who are these neo-Nazis that have taken over the organ transplant advisory commissions, right? This is beyond ridiculous. If we won't stand up for all lives, because the only lives that matter are who? COVID lives. Here they are killing people. You have a chapter on that. They are killing people, folks, specifically because they're unjabbed. It gets worse. We have judges taking away children's rights. We have kids that literally don't go to school. They're going to virtual school, but they will get kicked out of school if they don't take a jab. What about, what about the, I didn't watch the game, but I got, I I got some texts that I won some money, but uh, (laughs) it was a box (laughs) that, I bought two boxes and I had three zero and actually one. Oh wow, <laughs> that's great! Twice, second and fourth quarter. But anyway, but uh, what about I saw the aftermath of all these uh, celebs and everything being there without their masks, right? Oh yeah, there was a funny uh, meme oh, yeah. that was going around. It was like, um, if you want your child to um, be able to walk around without a mask, you should just buy him a ticket to the Super Bowl. There you go. <laughs> But the sad thing yeah. is, the next day, the kids will have masks on Or Stacey school. Abrams in that classroom full of children, and oh, she's yeah. not wearing the mask. Yeah, what's wrong with this picture? But they're all wearing a mask. Excuse me? Folks, pull your kids out of school. <laughs> it's crazy. If they're making them wear a mask. They're teaching them submission. It's, yeah. yeah, it's... it's you know, Indoctrination, uh, one too. Of the, one of the pastors I follow... Um, uh, Vody Bachman, he has a saying that says that we can't keep on sending our children to Caesar's school and then get surprised when they turn into Romans. Oh, wow. Right. That's true. I keep feeling like um, it, it's this <laughs> this thing. I don't know. My brain just went brain fart. Well, unfortunately, it just keeps going. You think about, you know, the Supreme Court of the United States who does not have a license to write scripts for medical treatments, let alone force medical treatments, forcing medical treatments on doctors and nurses and healthcare providers, right? These people have stood up this entire time and risked their lives and suddenly they're not good enough for us anymore. So we're dealing with this situation where, remember, the communists want to divide us. Folks, we're the only really country in the world, remember socialism and communism are the same thing. Yes. The, The supposed free world, this is what they're doing to people. This is what Hitler would do, right? This is what we did to our doctors, what the, what the Supreme Court supposedly motivated by fear, right? So this is what's happening. We're seeing this, this evil being perpetrated in the name of COVID, and this is what God has called us. If you have sat on the fence, I don't care anymore. If you don't stand up against where they're going with this, right? This is the part, if you're a Christian, if you think about what would Jesus would do, what would love do, right? What does love do? Love gives you a choice. 
the idea of mandatory anything goes against the law of love, right? But love is never going to agree with hate. No. Right? But love isn't going to sit by while hate does what? Take away our choices. And this is that point when you think about what would Jesus do here? You think about what would love do, right? Given the circumstances, it's true. Christians could wear a mask. We could do some of these other things, right? We could get vaccinated, right? But we can't have mandatory ones. And we can't, you know, put people in in uh, in prison, right? Or a COVID concentration camp, starve them, you know, take away their finances, make them lose their job, let them die on the operating table, right? We shouldn't, you know, just chip them. These are things that no matter what's happening in the world, it doesn't matter what the cause is. We cannot give up these kinds of freedoms, right? So now you start to realize that these are the people that we voted for. And this is where they're going. And now you realize we can't follow them anymore. This is the part where we have to wake up America, right? The politicians are using us, right? We can't use evil, okay, as a justification for evil, right? We have to what? Bless. We're supposed to be a culture of blessings and truth. And that's Luke um, 6, uh, 26 to 31. This is what Jesus says. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on your cheek, turn them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if everyone and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do unto you. Now you think about COVID, okay? I will tell you that if there really was a real pandemic and there was a real vaccine, right, that would really save lives, but if it worked, why does everybody have to take one if they don't want to? But even if their scenario happened, I would never force my neighbor to be vaccinated. I wouldn't do it because I'm not willing to take his choices away from him, right? I'd be willing to live with the consequences of allowing him to make choices. It's like free speech. Exactly. It's like free speech. You know, if I, if, if, if you, you have the right to say what you want to say, if I don't want to hear it, I just need to either walk away from you or shut off the radio. That's right. Or the TV, you know, but the, but the problem is multifold. One is that, um, we are in the Laodicean era of the church. Mm. You know that we could do a whole podcast on that. We should. The seven churches of Revelation. Yeah, but we are in that era. <laughs> That's the right? dear church. Neither you hot suck. nor cold, right? Um, but Jesus. but the other thing is is that um, now I forgot. <laughs> the other thing is that we need to stand up for for what is right. Yeah, we have to. Absolutely. Well, you know, the whole point of this is there is a way that seems right unto man. And there's this way that seems right unto God. And God is telling you that we need to pray for our enemies. If we viewed unvaccinated people as our enemies, we pray for them. We don't make them lose their jobs and die on operating tables and starve them to death. That's not how what Jesus but would that's do. that's what the world does. That's right. And that means we're following the wrong people. These people are acting. There is a greater evil in the world right now. And it is rearing its head and using you and using COVID to accomplish their evil agenda, right? Evil people do what evil people do. And there's no way to explain the horrific change of events in where they are going with this. If you were wondering, if you've been sitting on the fence, now is the time to realize, wake up. We can't follow these people anymore, right? So this is where we have to realize there is something we can do. Noel Webster said, if our government fails to secure public prosperity and happiness, it must be because the citizens neglect the divine commands and elect bad men to make and administer the laws. And this is where we have to say, you know, the golden rule has to apply to the unvaccinated, right? And if we wouldn't do this, if you wouldn't want somebody to do it to you, then we can't do it to them. And that's why censorship, mandates, and disenfranchisement, not being able to buy and sell for people that just disagree with us, right? That's what the Nazis mm. would do. 
Can't yep. do that. You can't do that. And the, the sad reality is we have socialist governments around the world that are doing things to their citizens, right, that communist countries aren't even doing. So this is the part where we need to wake up and realize the people that we have voted for, they have showed their true colors and shame on you, right? Yes. If you if if after all this, right? I understand we all got fooled in some ways, right? Okay. You know, but now it's shame on us if we let them keep going in this direction. Yeah. We Absolutely, doc. Everything you said there, I ditto and agree with. I think Hindsight is always twenty twenty. We Amen. can look, we can look back over the last two years now and see what has been done in the name of COVID. People, the stats are in. Those who have died from COVID had multiple comorbidities. Seventy eight percent of them were obese, which means that their bodies were inflamed. They did not treat the virus properly in the beginning letting people get even further sick we know the truth we have to stand up to this we can't keep on going you have to stand up you have to say no i'm not going to wear a mask any longer science says it doesn't work and if it's good enough for the celebrities at the super bowl it's good enough for me and my children right yeah. Right, Alex? Yeah, I agree. I think I, this is the point. This is, you know, when they start going after the children, you know, when they can't be stopped until that point. I think that's when we all have to say enough, enough. Because, I, you know, what I don't want to see and what I fear is going to happen, I don't want it to happen, God forbid, but is that in even 10 years from now, we're going to see all the fallout from allowing this to go on for so long. And just the pain, you know, you think it's bad now. I just don't want to see people suffering like that, you know, to look back and say, we could have stopped it, but we didn't. And I now look at where we're at. I just, the roads, we can see the road ahead, right? If we don't stop it, it's not going to be good. And so I think now is the time. We just have have to to say enough. You have to stand up to tyranny. You have to. Right. You can't be a pacifist and sit by and allow people. When Jesus said to turn the cheek, it wasn't say being a doormat. Right. He also told us that we were to love our neighbor as our, ourself. Well, do you love yourself enough to protect yourself from evil? Right. Do you love your neighbor enough to protect them from evil? And that's right. it. Yeah. Well, and I hate to say this, folks, but the bottom line is the other formula for developing communism is financial ruin. And that is exactly what they have created here in America. We've got, yep. I mean, anybody who's buying groceries or gas yeah. in the last two and a half Unreal. years, when they say, oh, wow, it was Doubled. terrible, 7.5% inflation last year, like, yeah, no, that's not close. I heard closer to 15%. Yeah. I would say, honestly, I mean, just, just anybody who's buying anything, even Biden mm. has finally admitted it. Remember, financial destruction of America is also the other goal beyond dividing us between the now the vaxxed and the unvaxxed when they do this they undermine the american dollar and this is how the people that really run the world destroy the one thing stopping them from taking over the world we are the last of our kind folks absolutely you know and now is the time where we need to stand up and let people know that so god bless you guys it was a great episode i have Second uh, Corinthians thirteen eleven. Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Amen. Wow, that's a, that's a God is not going to abandon us, and even though they have destruction, right, an evil plan for us, God's intention towards us will never change. And he wants to bless us, even now. If if absent from the body, present with the Lord, if, God forbid, something happens to us tomorrow. Yes. We're in glory. Yeah. So we're praying for you around the world. We We love our listeners. And and uh, we're we're only doing this for you guys so that people can see you can have conversations about this. Stand up, folks. Yes. Stand together. Stand with the power of the Lord. That's right. And there's something more evil than COVID and now is the one time you can finally get your neighbors and just ask them, are you really okay with where they're going? Because if you're not, then it's time to join together and fight this new evil that has risen in our world. 
God bless you all. Hey guys, before we close out, I just wanted to mention that Dr. Kevin has a brand new book out. What's it about? The COVID Beasts, Why We Cannot Give Up Access to Our Bodies. You guys don't want to miss out on this because I know you love to hear Kevin talk on and on, but now you get to read his words and it has statistical information in there. You don't want to miss out. Lots of great information. You can get that at SupernaturalJunkies.com. We also have an Audible version coming out that will be available on Audible.com, but you'll also be able to buy the Audible on our website. That's awesome. And the Kindle version, you can also buy from our website. By the way, the hard copy, you will not find a better price for that anywhere, even on Amazon. That's right. So you want to get it there. Our email list, so important, sign up for that because as soon as new things happen or Kevin has a new event coming up or we're speaking somewhere, you guys will be the first to know if you sign up for that email newsletter. Also, you'll be able to get Supernatural Junkies gear. Thank you so much. Have a blessed week. Anything else, Kev? Nope. God bless you. All right.